to be alive. Welcome to Constructing the Beast. I am your host, the cool cat with the most, Darius Riddick, aka Riddick the Lion. And wow, again today, just an amazing day, just a breathe and be up and be moving. So for those of you that don't understand what Constructing the Beast is about, this has been an ongoing movement that is dedicated to creating a more dominant ass-kicking society. And what would this overarching umbrella of excellence be without a segment about the most important thing, and that is your health, right? You can't enjoy the finer things in life without being healthy. So that's what Viable Vigor is dedicated to. It is excellence and fitness, dispelling myths, and making your journey, your goals, and the voyage to being sexy and healthy that much more enjoyable and that much easier. All right, so as always, uh, first things first, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I say it once, say it twice, say it again. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for coming here, showing your support, showing your love, and listening in and making this dream, making this movement, all these things possible. You're not only helping yourself, you're not only helping me, but you're helping so many more people around the world when you share the information, when you share the podcast, and when you just make yourself a better person because your influence has a greater span than you realize. And for that, I cannot thank you enough. So for the viable vigor portion, we break it down into principles and these principles of fitness. And I'll just tell you a little bit more about it. Break it down scientifically into things, you know, so you can understand it a little bit more. Because the game of fitness is just, it's amazing how big it actually is. And even when you think you've got so much figured out, I can tell you, you've just barely scratched the surface. But today, we are focusing on the principle of moderation. And that is all about having your cake and eating it too. Now, I know that we've all probably heard that phrase before because I definitely have. And I've heard a lot, oh, you can't have your cake and eat it too. In some circumstances, okay, that may be true, but I mean, we ain't worried about that. What we are talking about right now is actually having your cake. What goals you set are fantastic, right? But I want to dispel the myth that people think when it comes to bodybuilding, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to achieving your goals, that you have to completely disregard all sweets or disregard all sugar. And that is not the case at all. The sugar part is actually, it can be good for your body, but the key is moderation. And the way I want to break this down for you today is the four steps to your moderation cake. Now, Grab a pen or pencil and on some paper and write this stuff down. Or use your phone, whatever it is, because you're going to want to take this with you and re-listen to it, share it, do what you need to in order to get the concept down because this is one of those keys where you can still take those things and eat those things that you really enjoy without the guilt, without the grudges, and without trying to stop yourself every single time you get that urge. And we're going to make them all mesh together. All right, so four steps to your moderation cake. The first thing, step one, is gathering your ingredients, the proper ingredients, and that's going to be your action chemistry, okay? So your ingredients are your action chemistry. Now, this is so important. If you don't do this right, if you don't mix your ingredients right, your cake will not come out the expected way, okay? Now, in your ingredients, it's about putting in what's right for your body. What you put in will directly reflect your outcome. Genetics, predisposition, you know, none of that shit actually matters more than what you put in and how you mix it. 
So it doesn't matter if you're mixing like, you know, Betty Crocker or no name brand, you know, if you mess up the ingredients, your cake is shit. So to put that in layman's terms, <clears throat> you can hydrate all day. But if you don't eat the proper food and if you don't work out, then it won't it won't matter. It won't have an effect on you. And the same goes for if you're working out continuously, right? If you're always in the gym, pounding it out, going hard on the weight, sweating it up, you know, being all stank, you know, getting those gains. That's okay. And you may see some progress, but you will not achieve as much as you would if your nutrition was done the right way or if you did hydrate the right, right way, if you slept properly or if you... You know, you you took care of your body the proper way that you're supposed to. It has to all be mixed together. So what are your ingredients? Let's just start with the basics. All right, so you have your eggs, your flour, your sugar, your butter, your baking powder. And, you know, depending on what cake you want to make, you throw in something extra. But for myself, I like chocolate cake. So we're going to say cocoa powder. So your eggs, that's the food you eat. What makes your product, your nutrition has to be on point. That's one thing you cannot miss when it comes to this whole mix, right? Depending on what you want to achieve, whatever your goal is, is how you're going to eat. Whether that be losing weight or gaining weight, gaining muscle, you have to figure out what works for you. And there's no one proper way that you can say, this is how you should eat. This is what you should eat. Unless somebody knows exactly how your metabolism works, how your body works. And the only person that knows that is you. So your flour. Funny enough, that's going to be your hydration. I know they're kind of backwards, but <laughs> how much you hydrate also plays a direct reflection into how your goals are going to be. Because if you don't properly flush out your body, if you don't properly flush around those minerals, those vitamins, those things... And if you don't give your muscles and your fat cells enough water to process those things you're putting in your body, you're dehydrating it. You're going to starve it of what it actually needs. And it's crazy. You never really realize how much of a difference it makes until you actually do it. But you notice it the most is when you don't do it, right? So next, butter. Yeah, butter. That's going to be your body maintenance, taking care of your body. I mean, it's still, I mean, that's one of those important ingredients. If you're not stretching, if you're not foam rolling, if you're not, you know, soaking, you're not properly taking care of those muscles, man, you, your central nervous system is going to start shutting down. You know, that delayed onset muscle syndrome is really going to start setting in and you're not going to have the capability to output as much as you could the next day or the day after that. And then you're going to have to end up taking more and more rest days. And then you're going to start feeling broken. Then you're going to get demotivated. And let's just avoid that in all costs, okay? So let's take care of my buddy. Let's add in the butter. And we'll keep this cake mixing, okay? Next is going to be your baking powder, right? The stimulus, the rising agent. And that is what motivates you to do this. What is it that you want to achieve? What is going to get your ass out of bed and get you moving down the street, down to the gym, lifting some weights, and feeling more confident? What is it? Is it the confidence part? Is it that you you want to be comfortable naked? Is that you just want to have something that you didn't have before? What is it? What is it that rises you? What motivates you? That is your baking powder. And that next thing, now, this is going to change with whatever cake that you want to make. And in my instance, I told you, I like chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. Double chocolate, triple chocolate. Hey, chocolate is the best. Right? Everybody loves chocolate. I don't care if you don't like chocolate, you like chocolate. All right? So now for me, 
This next ingredient is going to be the cocoa powder, right? So this changes based upon the cake you want to make. Like I said, this is your type of training. The way your body works and whatever your goal is, your powder is going to change based off what you see as that you want to achieve. So if you just want to get a bigger booty, obviously you're not just going to be running all the time, right? If you just want to be uh, overall sexy, if you want to lose weight, you're going to have to tailor that. So you may have like some vanilla, right? And that'll be your bodybuilding style of training. Or, you know, if you like cinnamon, I mean, that you may like CrossFit, you know, so it really depends. But you can't forget that your goals has to be tailored to your training and vice versa. Because if it's off, then obviously you're not going to achieve what you want. So if you want to become a better runner, you're not just going to be squatting all the time, right? That just doesn't make sense. So those are just like your basic ingredients. Obviously, you have extra things like, you know, vanilla extract, Cinnadash, and, you know, all those things. But those are going to be your supplements. So what I'm saying is you don't necessarily need them. But that final product, man, when that cake come out, boy, and you get ready to cut it, it's going to taste a hell of a lot better with them. Same, that same thing goes for your body. A lot of people don't like taking supplements, but I promise you, when you're training a lot, when you know you're on the go constantly, 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 sometimes it's better to at least take some vitamins, you know, some fish oils, you know, protein and stuff like that, because it's a supplement to your body. Your body, your your body does not naturally produce the vitamins and minerals and the proteins and amino acids and the things that you need to lubricate those joints and and to promote you know, healthier muscle growth. It just doesn't. It does not. It's not meant to do that. So you have to aid that in. You have to be courageous. Do your research. Look into that stuff and make your cake that much better. But all these things mixed together make up action chemistry, your ingredients. They are synergistic, every single one of them. And without one, without the other, I mean, it just creates a void for a great product. And your cake is just going to be garbage and nobody's going to want to eat it, including you. Step two, step two, the baking, the actual baking, throwing that cake in the oven. And this is going to be your self check, right? The body check, making sure your progress is still going well. I know a lot of people, or I hear it all the time. I see it all the time too, is people try to avoid the mirror. They don't like looking at themselves whenever they're, you know, when they're working out or they see in certain things or they get this downgraded self-image and you should not look at your body like that ever. Your body is an amazing thing and it's going to adapt to whatever stimulus you put to it. If there's something about your body you don't like, acknowledge that, analyze that and change that. You have the ability to do it no matter how hard it may seem at first. But the body eventually is going to react to whatever stimulus that you provide to it. And that goes for your training, your nutrition, and everything. If you don't like something about your body, there are ways to change it. So depending on how you like your cake, depends on the temperature you bake it at. Some people like a hard, dry cake. Kind of weird. Others like a fallout cake. And you touch it, it's just like mushy. I mean, okay, maybe. But me, I like it just right. So you have to bake it at that perfect 360 degrees. That is complete coverage. So you 360 degrees of your body, you should always be on top of when it comes to making sure that you want to be healthy or that you want to achieve a goal or something like that. Even if you just want one specific part of your body to get bigger or to get better or to have more striation, you know, to lose weight in that one area, understand your body 
The entire thing works together. I can't tell you how many muscles are complementary. How many of your ancillary muscles work your primary muscles? How many of your muscles are synergistic? They all come together and work together. So if you want to increase your butt size, right? If you want to increase your arm size, you wouldn't just work out your arms. You would not just work out your butt. You would work out the entire thing or you would work out that entire area, your quads, your hamstrings, you know, your everything. Because that is going to directly change that part that you want to see. That's where you're going to see the most progress because maybe, just maybe, that one body part that you want to change the most is actually affected by everything around it. And that right there, that is a beautiful thing. Once you realize that, you have so much more progress. The reason why we do this is because it all works together, right? The, the front of the cake may be good, but the back, that may be a little bit flat, right? So just looking at yourself at a 180 degree view, that, that's, that's not going to give us a great product, you know? <clears throat> I see it all the time with women, they only focus on their back. And I see it all the time with men, and they only focus on their front. But we can get both sides to focus 360 on a total product of a cake. The big picture, the final product, the entire thing is what we're looking at. And we got to work it all around. And, you know, I'm not talking about being vain. You don't have to do it every every day, you know, every week. There's certain points during the baking process where you know, like, hey, I need to check on the cake. You know, it's been in the oven a while. Let me go make sure it's still good. And even if something goes a little bit wrong, you know, that's okay. We'll adjust that, address it, and keep moving forward. And that's the beauty of it. All right. Number three. Now, this is the part I look forward to. And this is probably the most important part. I'm telling you, this is where it comes into your actual moderation piece, and that's the icing, and this is going to be your justified reward. Now, we already have our cake. Nice, warm, ready to eat. But what's a cake without a little icing? In this case, the icing on the cake is going to be the why you earned it. Cake is meant to be savored mm, and enjoyed but the consumption of it is prompted because of an event like wedding cake, birthday cake, dinner cake, <laughs> like whatever that may be. You know, you're celebrating getting together. But this event is going to be your intense training. But never, and I cannot stress this enough, please listen. Listen to me when I say this. Never, 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 I repeat, never eat sweets or snacks. Because you feel like you need them or because you had a hard week or some messed up thing happened. Because doing that is like self-medication or feeding an addiction. And I know that's going to be really hard for a lot of people to hear. But bear with me. I'm trying to help out. I'm not trying to make you feel down about yourself or make you feel lowly or any of that. I want to help you. So let me tell you why. When you do that, you're not earning it. You're using it to pacify something. And when you do that, now you're justifying your habits. And when you do that, you're going to start buying things in the store just to keep it around in case of those things. You don't want to be prepared for the worst in that instance. You want to discipline yourself to always be ready for the best. That's the only difference between, 
you know, day-to-day life and fitness. You don't just prepare for the worst. You train for the best possible outcome, right? So it has to be justified. You have to know that you've earned it. And a good way to prevent that is not keeping snacks and all that garbage around, you know, because think about it. How many times have you been hungry or got that sweet tooth kick in and went straight to the pantry or you went straight into your bag because you knew you had those sweets? Don't lie. Don't even lie. I, I, I can I don't even I can't even see you. And I know you're about to lie. Don't don't lie. Don't lie to yourself. Right. Everyone's done that. I have done that, but I don't do it anymore. So what I'm saying is only buy sweets when you are going to eat them and portion it for that. So if you know that you're working out, if you're going to work out, you only get sweets after your workout. You don't just have like a box of of zebra cakes or a box of brownies lying around because it's going to be eaten and you're going to feel guilty. So let's just avoid that in general. So instead of buying an entire bag of candy, buy enough for just your glucose refill after your workout. And if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, check out the first episode of Vibro Vigor on the principle of recovery and it will all make sense. I promise you that. Last but not least is number four. And this is proportionality. That is the slice, the actual slice that you are going to eat. Now making sure when you get a slice, you don't bite off more than you can chew. We're not, we're not trying to stuff our faces, okay? And this is super simple. This one is the fastest one. If you've only had a casual workout, yeah? You can still have your cake because you earned it. But the slice will be significantly smaller than if you ran a Murph or did a long muscular training session. And you have to tell yourself that. That's where moderation is most important. And that's self-control. Okay, I know I only walked for 30 minutes. So you know what? I can still have a tiny piece of cake, just a, just a tiny piece, right? So you don't have to fight that chimp constantly telling you to eat the cake, eat the cake, eat the cake. But you wouldn't eat as big of a slice as if you had to restore your glucose from, you know, running something ridiculous like 20 miles or something like that. Which, I mean, if you run in 20 miles, woo, good for you because that's extensive. But you earn that cake, boy. So, but I mean, the takeaway phrase here is your self-control, it, it has to be greater than your habit. And again, we're not doing this to be perfect, but we're doing this to dispel some of the myths, not just that's out there in the public, but in our minds as well. When we tell ourselves we can't have certain things because if I eat this, then I will never lose weight. That's false. If you constantly eat stuff like Burger King, you will not lose weight. If you constantly if you constantly sit on your butt watching TV, eating tubs of ice cream because you're going through a breakup, no, you're not going to lose weight. If you if you constantly do things that you're not supposed to, dude, you're going to have that negative outcome. And not only that, you're going to feel guilty about yourself. So we can do things like this and imply the principle of moderation to make ourselves feel better and to still progress into what we're doing. And on top of that, to just enjoy the things that for so long people told us that we couldn't if we really wanted to be sexy. Like, I could lay on a bearskin rug naked in front of a fire eating a piece of cake. Like, I bet you that shit would still be sexy, all right? But I earned it. And that's what I'm saying. You can earn it too, okay? So just remember, in the four steps, 
So number one, a moderation. The ingredients, your action chemistry, mixing everything like your eggs, your flour, your sugar, your butter, your baking powder, and whatever extra additives you need to create that great mix and to throw it in the oven and to get it going right. All right, number two, the baking, your self-check, constantly monitoring your body when you get to certain points and make sure you're still on the right track. And if you're not, then you gotta you gotta change it. But 360 degrees, that's that perfect temperature where you gotta look at yourself and be like, all right, how are we doing? Number three, the icing, the justify reward. Not keeping those big bags and boxes of sweets, cakes, snacks, and candies around just because you have them around, but only having enough for that glucose refill or when you have actually earned it after your training session. Not self-medicating, not feeding that addiction, but justifying that you earned it. And then last but not least, proportionality. Your slice has to match what you've actually done. You're not going to cut a big-ass piece of cake if you've only walked for for an hour. But if you earn that big slice, then you make sure you savor that big slice. right? Whenever you get that urge to cheat, <clears throat> think about what the goal is, the purpose of why you are doing it. Tell yourself, I will save this for my workout because I want to be sexy and because I earned it. You get your reward, and it's justified. You have your cake, and you can eat it too. I don't get tired. I don't get tired.